What's happening, financial coaches? It's Pete here. I want to talk to you today about why fee-only financial planners may be a bad suggestion. It may be bad advice. Now, I know that these are very popular kind of in the financial you know, discussion these days. Fee-only financial planners, they're kind of held up as like the only thing you should ever use. But sometimes it just comes down to the math. Now, I could talk about fee-only financial planning you know, in many different videos, because there's many different aspects of it that I think people have to understand. There is fee-based, there is fee-free, there are a number of different types of arrangements that financial planners, financial advisors can work. Some of them will work in multiple arrangements. And the reason that they can work in multiple arrangements sometimes is because it's not obvious what is the best arrangement for a client. So let me just explain. So I have worked as a uh, maybe in under every one of those um, structures before. And we have generally offered, you know, when I was in financial planning, those different types of structures based on what worked best for the client. And, you know, but let me explain why fee only actually might be a bad suggestion. You may actually cost your clients a lot of money. And this is where if you do, they may come after you for the money. I don't know that they will, but this is maybe a place where you want to have your errors and emissions insurance. So for my practice, and I'll just speak from my experience, and this experience is several years old at this point, but we would have a plan, I think we called it MAP, and that was our fee-only service. And it was a flat $2,500, and you would come in, and we would do an analysis of your, all your assets, and take your personal goals, and your family structure, and we'd work with an attorney, and we'd come up with this this very nice looking book that would give you a plan of, hey, do you need this trust set up? Do you need certain things moved into the trust? Do you need to annuitize certain things or, you know, uh, cash out life insurance or keep things in place or get more insurance or, you know, change beneficiaries, whatever it might be, because it, it, it covers a lot of different things, not just your investments and your allocation, but also what are we going to do with some of those assets and when are we going to draw them down and the Monte Carlos that go with it and who gets money when and, you know, how are you going to, um, you know, uh, transfer money as a, a, an estate plan and things like this. So the financial plan included a bunch of this. Now, a lot of people, um, that's overkill. And for a lot of people, especially when they're young, just might not have these concerns. And to spend a lot of time crafting a plan like that for someone who's you know, 25, and it certainly doesn't mean that a 25-year-old can't benefit from it, might be outdated by the time they're 28 and they're married. It might be outdated by the time they're 33 and married again with... Uh, kids from previous marriages. It might be different when, um, you know, they pass early and are survived by parents and all, and all sorts of things. So a lot of these plans have to get updated, changed on a regular basis, sometimes annually. And again, the flat fee can be pretty expensive. So for a really high net worth person with a lot of moving parts, the flat fee can be really, really appropriate. It can actually be a really uh, affordable way of doing it, maybe cheaper than some of the other options. Now, one of the things that, um, is very common with some stockbrokers and investment advisors is uh, like the A-share loaded front end loaded mutual funds. And this is not necessarily a bad thing. There are products for everyone. There's a home for everyone. You know, the, the strange studio apartment that sits in rural countryside can be the perfect place for, for that one person. And that's all that it has to be. But, you know, you might say, well, why would anyone pay a front end load? And front end loads are a little more rare these days. I'm not even sure what fun families charge them. But, you know, you it used to be a thing where if you were going to invest some money with a financial advisor, you know, a thousand bucks, they might charge you a 5% front end load, maybe 50 bucks, right? Now, why would you ever do that? That's 5% of the investment balance. Well, the reality is, that financial advisor 
uh, we'll probably sit down with you, figure out what you're trying to do with your thousand bucks, um, figure out maybe who the beneficiary should be, if it's a 401k or if it's a joint account, or maybe they're setting up an UGMA or UPMA or whatever it might be. They might, they'll help you find something suitable. And the reality is the financial advisor probably doesn't get the full 50 bucks. They kind of split it with the broker dealer usually, but let's say they get 30 bucks for it. Well, this person maybe got a pretty good, you know, hour of financial planning, right? A good discussion, found something suitable for 50 bucks, right? Yes, it came out of their investable assets. So they're only going to be investing $950 or whatever it might be that goes into that particular fund. But for 50 bucks, they may have gotten uh, a lot of advice, maybe more advice dollar for dollar than the person who paid 2,500 bucks. And so would it be different if it said, hey, you know, yes, I will invest it with no load, but you're going to have to pay me $50. Would our opinion change then to be like, well, you're getting a lot for $50. Well, it's just funny because sometimes just the way it's charged seems like, um, seems nefarious to some people, right? But for a lot of people that don't have a lot of money, where can you get good advice? Someone who does a full financial plan like our map plan, um, we would not do that for less than $2,500. We really didn't make much money on that by the time you had two planners and a, an attorney and sometimes you know compliance people or whatever might be um, in it. And sometimes you would have to split money if there was if a trust was gonna be set up or something like that as part of it too. So um, those weren't really lucrative things. But if you wanted to come in and say, listen, I'm going to invest a thousand dollars and I want just, you know, um, professional unbiased advice. Well, you could pay me $2,500. We'll put together that plan for you. It probably will be pretty simplistic because there aren't that many moving parts and then we'll invest your thousand dollars. Right. And so obviously the, the math on that does not make a lot of sense. Same way on assets under management and um, a fee-based advisor. So someone who charges a, a fee based on the assets they're managing or the assets they're consulting on. You got to remember that uh, assets under management or assets under cons uh, consul consultation um, can be a little different. Some, some CFPs and asset managers don't even take um, the assets in-house. They just manage them. They just look at them and then provide you the analysis for a fee of what they are they are reviewing for you. So, you know, but what I would say is that any client could look at all of those arrangements and say, hey, what is the best one for me? What is the pound for pound the best deal? Now, there might be some that you can go into and interview an investment advisor and they might just in that 30-minute interview session, give you some really great advice, and it could be totally free. You might be able to get good enough guidance from your uh, financial coach, maybe something to kind of get you started, especially if you want to DIY it, do it yourself, right? So some of that might help. Now, financial coaches, be careful not to tread into investment advice. But the reality is a fee-only financial planner might be bad advice. It might be bad, a bad recommendation to a client to the tune of thousands of dollars, right? Uh, if a if, if I steered someone with $1,000 that they really wanted to get invested um, to a fee-only financial planner and it cost them a couple thousand dollars, that would probably be the wrong thing to do, even though a lot of times we say fee-only financial planners is where you should go. Uh, the reality is maybe they should pay $200 and take an investing course or um, watch a bunch of videos or do some of their own research and invest that through a 
no commission trading platform or whatever it is, or go straight to a fund family. You know, some of those things you can do too, or look at different types of shares, B shares, C shares, F shares, those types of things as well. Um, there's all sorts of things they can do, but to say that, uh, you know, one type of arrangement with a professional is the right arrangement for everyone is usually uh, pretty poor advice. Usually, um, things exist because there is a market for those different types of things, right? There is a market for the one bedroom studio apartment in rural Illinois, and there is a market for the 12,000 square foot penthouse apartment in Manhattan, right? Uh, you don't need multiple clients for every product. You just It just needs to be the right product for the right person. And so a lot of these things that exist, even though you may say, hey, this is wrong for 99% of people, it might be right for the 1%. So that's, um, that's why I keep all of these things in mind. That's why I look at them. I look at the changing landscape, but that's why I also kind of cringe when I see articles or recommendations that say, hey, this is the only type of arrangement you should be in with this particular um, professional. And it's not just financial advisors or investment managers. It's you should only use a 1% uh, selling fee mortgage broker. I've seen some of those, you know, some of these people online and they actually aren't there. They kind of do it virtually and they find a local person to partner up with and they're much cheaper. Well, you may not get as much value out of your house or uh, when you're buying a home, right? You know, but it might be perfect for you as well. So that's, that's why I bring this up because I see too many people kind of, uh, steering to some defaults on that. And there are numerous things that you want to keep in mind when you are directing people to go out and find professionals. So hopefully that helps. See you later.